Hi, it's Paul. Hi, it's Damo. And it's time for the PD Sports Podcast. With Damo and Paul. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 34 of the PD Sports Podcast. Today, Damien and I have a very, very special episode for you guys. Damo, how are you going? Oh, mate, I'm excited for this. I am so excited for this. The fact that I was in my hotel room or motel room last night and I was tweaking my team, I'm very excited for this. Cannot wait. Yeah, I can't wait either. I've been thinking about it all week as well, and obviously recording on a Thursday has given us a bit of extra time to to plan and, and think about this um, entirely. So I'm very, very excited. Um, but yeah, it has been a while since we last recorded, hasn't it? Oh, yeah, it has. Uh, life's just been getting in the way. Like, Especially for me with work, for those that don't know, I just did 900Ks in 24 hours in terms of driving. So yeah, like when stuff, yeah, yeah, when stuff like that's going on, recording days sometimes just go out of work. Been good for me as well. To be fair, I've been flat out too, so it actually suited me better to, to record on well tonight. I must say, so doesn't matter. International break, no issue with uh, having a, to force out a podcast. And I think realistically, the only couple big games that happened Premier League wise would have been the City United just domination um, of Man City over Man United, and then us just not getting out of second gear really um, against West Ham and looking a bit schoolboyish. So credit to West Ham. I don't think there's really a, there's not really a whole heap more to say. I think West Ham were able to capitalise on a situation where we didn't turn up. I felt our goals were really good and well taken, but on the night it wasn't enough. And just, Allison, you know, very poor. Look, your your goalkeeper as much as you wanted to be perfect, is going to give you one game a year where he's not right. And yeah. we could we could sit here and argue is the first one a foul or not. I, before I say anything no. else, it's just like he has to do better. It's soft. Yeah, he's so it soft. Is, it, he's looking for yeah, it. He is. it. Don't go looking for it. Go for the ball, and if you get fouled, you get fouled. But the fact that he's just not even gone for the ball, yeah, that's I, why I don't I don't mind that not being a foul because he's pl- he's never played the ball there. Yeah, he's looking for the contact. Yeah, I, I agree. And like I understand why people maybe get upset that the foul wasn't given, but I'd rather your keeper to dominate that. And a guy of Allison's quality normally would dominate that. But like I said. Your keeper's going to give you... Think one. about what Ramsdale would do yeah. in that situation, you know what I mean? just go through. He'd go straight for that ball. Yeah, yeah. yeah. just go through whoever he had to go through. Like Bono, Antonio, you then name the it. Then the one-on-one, he probably... Then the one-on-one... Allison. Got to do better yeah, there. Yeah, like Allison normally would Such a big out. hand on it. Yeah, Allison would normally bail out. Like I said, you've always got to get one game a year where your keeper doesn't, and you're just hoping that game yeah. that the rest of your boys carry you through. Unfortunately for and us... And you don't get three mistakes. Yeah, unfortunately for us last year, that was Man City. And this year, it's been a very good West Ham side that capitalised. And like, I'm not going to sit here and yeah. say we deserved anything out of that game. The fact that Mane had nah. one wide from inside the six-yard box oh. in the 90, what, 90 Stealing a draw minute, away would have been I massive. I would have been like over the moon of a draw. So I think before I continue, JS, yeah. I said it to you in Twitch chat before I went away. I'm going to say it to you right here, right now, because you listen to the pod. West Ham deserved three points, got three points, and I can't complain with them getting three points. I'm wearing my West Ham top as we speak. Yeah, well, look, and I, can't, I actually <laughs> like West Ham, so... But yeah, look, I'm not. We're not here to speak about games of football, though, Paul. We're here because yeah. there is EPL greatness that we're about to speak about, and more ways than one. Yeah, I can't wait. And like, there's going to be names that we're not even going to mention that you know will probably come to mind as we speak about this. It's just got, yeah, it's going to be unreal. Got a, I've got a very big uh, sort of honourable mentions list as well that I'll get to at the end. Um, and it's just guys that like tonight as I was eating dinner. I thought, nah, it'd be nice to recognise a few guys that stand out. So yeah. I do have that list that we'll get to, um, and I'm sure some of those get ticked off. Yeah, as I have we that go. list as well. 
But I think the only place we can really start is in goal. So do you want to get us under four, underway or do you want me to pick one of the two teams I've got in front of um, me? I reckon what we should do is go Dom's team first throughout the whole pod because Dom's not in here and discuss his pick. And yeah. then we go yeah. obviously after that and discuss ours. Um, for those that don't know Alrighty. what this pod Sounds is good. about, by the way, we're just picking our greatest Premier League eleven of all time, but in the sense of these players were either really, really bad, were like Premier League goats for a year, or were, you know, guys that just, you know, you think about and you have a laugh that they played in the Prem. It's kind of the gist of this. Yeah. So uh, yeah, be very. Yeah, I, I try to avoid. I try to avoid like basket case type players. I've tried to go with guys uh, that maybe had some really good stretches and people have sort of forgotten, or they're just like icons that don't get the recognition. Well, I've got. Um, I've got a couple basket cases. Yeah, well, so does Dom. So <laughs> I think you guys will have the nice balance yeah. on that, yeah. and then I'll have the. The, the other sort of one hit wonder type pony situation so we'll go with Dom first his goalkeeper he's someone that was in and out of the Premier League quite a lot um, through a couple of different clubs but he's gone with Almunia from Arsenal and I think he ended up at Watford yes he did after in goal that so save, that's Dom's goalkeeper selection yep. so I think he's gone the spud route there yeah, I think he um, has too and like to be fair, he had a good game. Yeah, didn't he have a good game in the Champions League final? He played against Barcelona. Yeah, he didn't did. He? he came. Uh, what's his name? Got suspended, right? Uh, we got sent off, and he came on and played well. Isn't that the story um, of the night? The German guy, Le- Lehmann. Lehmann got sus- came out. Yeah, his, yeah, he came out of his box and absolutely went through. Um, I reckon it might have been Edu coming through that night. Yeah, I can't and remember. And then Amunia had a game I in his half. The, the challenge. Yeah. Yeah. But um. Yeah. So Dom's gone with him. I I, I understand. He was a basket case. Arsenal put a lot of hopes in him. He wasn't great. Um, and yeah. maybe a guy that's been forgotten. Actually, he had one moment, but it wasn't in the Premier League. Yeah, go. Do you know what moment I'm going to talk about? Yeah, go. Do you know what moment I I'm talking about? I think you do, but mention it. So we spoke about it more recently, but he was the goalkeeper that saved, did the double save um, yeah, yeah. on knockouts, uh, penalty, we were, and follow up for Watford yeah. in the Championship. Yeah, that's where we we're going with. That's when I thought you mentioned Watford, that's where you're going to straight go, but yeah. yeah. It's all right. But that's just one little moment that he did have in his career, but unfortunately it wasn't in the Premier League. No, nah, it wasn't. So, but <laughs> that, that, that counts in this sort of pod, I feel. I feel like this counts. Uh, yeah, well, we're judging the person yeah. more so, but anyway, who's your um, well, goalkeeper with the, that with the Watford theme, his rise to fame, but to be quite fact, I put him in because he was underrated and I think guys only realise how good he might have been because of his, you know, the Cycling GK YouTube channel. I'm putting in Ben Foster. Mainly because, of course you have. mainly because the guy was good for West Brom, like really good for West Brom, which yeah. Albert, um, and people forget that. Yeah. And uh, you know, he just, this is a guy that was at Man United, but um, you know, I, I watch a guy called LC Trussell, nineteen ninety two on YouTube. He does YouTube, you know, edit videos, and Ben Foster features a few times on there, especially his West Bromwich Albion days and like the Birmingham City year, um, and like the guy was yeah, class. The yeah, the guy was class. So. Uh, I feel like if we don't mention Benny Foster in this pod, considering it's of EPL goats and for reasons other than them, you know, being good in the Prem, Ben Foster just being a, you know, maybe a Premier League ambassador that's now just blown up into this massive thing probably deserves a mention. So, look, yeah, he's a good good fair. keeper plus good lad plus makes good content equals Damo's team. All right, I've gone for someone more based on the good things that they've done in their career. Um, 
and someone who I don't feel like gets spoken about much when it comes to Premier League goalkeepers. I feel like when you think Premier League goalkeepers, you go David Seaman, you go Peter Schmeichel, Van der Sar, yep. and those guys for like what they've achieved. But someone who I felt was a bit of a wasn't his fault, but it, he only had a small period of time at, at big clubs. Um, he was at Liverpool um, for a little bit, but we obviously didn't win too much when he was there. Actually, so yeah, I'm right. We did, actually, I was wrong. We do have. I've got two Liverpool players. We we're speaking about yeah. this off uh, off the pod. Say. I've gone with someone who I watched in person as a kid. Oh, uh, you going who England. I was going to go with? Then I changed my yeah, mind. I've gone with David. Oh, James. he was in my team yeah. to about like last night in a hotel room. Yeah, I've gone with David James. I think number one, he was a fantastic goalkeeper, Andrew. but he was a um, an icon of of the league moving into a different direction as well. Um, he had that bit more flamboyancy um, when the Premier League took over. He was, you know, had the he had the braids. You know, he was real um, athletic. He was making those real acrobatic saves and sort of epitomised what the Premier League was turning into more so than what it was at the time. So, England's number one goalkeeper in a golden era um, normally means you're pretty good as well. So I went with David James and what he did at Portsmouth was was massive. Oh yeah, it was huge and like I think that's a class pick personally because I feel like he was a class keeper. Doesn't get talked about a lot because of probably the fact that generation never won anything with England and they yeah. probably towards the end of that period were trying to phase James out. You know, you had um, Benny Foster, you know, you had Rob Green, um, Paul Robinson. Yeah, all trying to get his spot. and like and, Joe Hart. And, they, and then yeah. none of them ever settled into it until Joe Hart eventually did. But, you know, Joe Hart was coming in as a youngster then. Um, David James never yeah. got mentioned because I feel like at Liverpool, he never really got what he deserved there. And he, Portsmouth, yeah, he was great at Portsmouth, but it's Portsmouth. And, like, no disrespect. Exactly. Me, me and you won the FA Cup and that was about yeah, it. Yeah, me massively loved Pompey to, uh, you know... A lot, but you know, Portsmouth aren't the biggest club when it comes to the others. So, I feel like it's a class pick if you're picking on solely being a good player that wasn't talked about. Am I going to say he's one of the best the Premier League's ever had? No, but will I say that he deserves to be in the conversation in this pod? Yes. I reckon he's one of the best English goalkeepers that's been in the league. I reckon. He, give him I that. reckon he's up there, but we're probably going if we're going modern day. Yeah, if we're going of all time, no. Feel, yeah, I, well, I, Premier League era. So you're talking semen, 25 years. So like you're talking semen. Yeah, you're going semen. You're going Hart. You're going. I'd have I'd have David James over Joe Hart. I think Joe Hart was a product of the team he was in. Yeah, fair. I think if you put David James in that Man City team instead of the Man City team he was in. Oh yeah, fair. Oh, I think yeah. David James is a much better goalkeeper than Joe I, Hart. Oh, I can see that. I feel like playing for Man City at the minute. Seaman is 100% ahead of him. Oh, yes. David Seaman was class and was nearly in my uh, list. He's the only English goalkeeper that stands out, like head and shoulders. Yeah, I'd 100%. Say. I would be. A... Yeah, and then it's all up for debate yeah. from well, there. The older generation, obviously, other keepers come to mind, like Michael and... Um, Michael, sorry. Shilton and Banks, yeah. but, you know, like, English keepers... Yeah, different eras. Yeah, you know, English keepers were hard to come by and, like, maybe one of the reasons why in the golden generation when David James wasn't peaking for international competitions they didn't have anyone else to step in and yeah, yeah. cool who do we want to go with uh, for our combined I team I feel like in our combined team I'm very happy with David James because he was in my team and then took him out late doors but um, yeah I, I, I don't mind Paul and I feel like me and you will come to an agreement Sam yeah. Dom's not here I'd whack him in yeah I'd back David James in yeah right. pencil I'll him give- in Jamo a tick. Yeah, uh, I reckon deal. that's not a bad place to start. David James at the back, 
pretty good. Love the hair, by the way. How good was Don't the hair? Yeah, and he kept changing. He had the fro, he had the braids. Uh, so good. Uh, just wish him all the best, David James. Honourable mention, by the way, Jersey Dudek was in my team for a long while. Yeah, I was looking at yeah, him, but I never really... More because I thought... before my time. I think he was a spud, personally. As much as I love the guy what he did in the Champions League final, which was an absolute fluke, um, in terms of the double save, because, you know, there's nothing about it. He was A, shaky in that Champions yeah. League final, B, he, he, he was shaky the whole Liverpool career. But I love Big Jersey, so, you know, if we're going... But had his moment, if we're going, stepped up when he needed to. spud picks, there we are. Um, any other honourable mentions you want to go through? You want to go through them all at the end, or...? Um... I've got a big list. Um, they're more attackers. My my other goalkeeper that I was umming and ahhing with was Tim Howard. Yeah, you know what? Very underrated. Just, yeah, um, but I just couldn't. When I'm thinking cult hero, I just could, I didn't think. Yeah, he's not. When I think Everton, I don't always think Tim Howard. But I thought that was someone who again was solid, um, and doesn't get spoken about ever. Yeah, so I, I, I feel- thought maybe throw him in there. But then I thought of David James and I'm like, yeah, no, no chance. Yeah. Sorry, Tim. Yeah, I, I agree. Move I feel on. like David James is a good tick. All right. We, we want to go yeah. right back through to left back. Yeah. Go right to left. Yeah. Right. We'll go right to left. Um, this was probably the hard, one of the hardest position for me to fill. Um, but I'll go through Dom's first. He's gone Tony Hibbert from Everton. Fair, fair. So I don't ever really ever remember watching him play, um, but he's just always there. Um, so... I'm not too. I don't. I'm not too knowledgeable of of him. But Tony who have you gone with that oh, right back? Mate, I have gone with the one and the only, the guy that is called the Rat. I've gone with Gary Neville. Yeah. Got it. I can see. Oh, that. he's just. He's one of those guys that was just like, you thought. You think, by the way, look, and I love Gary Neville now, right? But you think for that Man United side. He was like a pivotal part of it. Honestly, if you could take Gary Neville out and put any right back in world football in any division, they're going to be just as good as Gary Neville. I don't rate him. I feel this is not a spud pick for me. Um, he's the sort of guy that just stood there, ran up and down, chased the ball whenever, maybe won a tackle if he was lucky. And like if you look at his attacking numbers in the modern-day fullback, he never, ever, ever got an assist, he always felt. I would love to think that maybe he got less than 10 assists in his whole time in the Prem. He played a long time. Uh- I would have got more than that, I reckon. I, but he was your definition of a heart. He's like, a, honestly, for me, I see a lot of Gary Neville in Wan-Bissaka. Sit on the halfway line, just, don't yeah, commit too just, far, be there defensively. He's not a fullback. And That's how I see Considering my left back is the complete opposite of this and is actually you know, a player I rated. Um, and <laughs> yeah. for the fact of how aggressive and attacking he was, um, Gary Neville was just one of those guys. That I love now, I love listening to him talk football. I think he's a really smart guy and I... You know, if Gary ever listened to this, I I am a big fan of yours now. But I just he would have been the most annoying guy to like have all this play against. Yeah, just because he just stands there and just does nothing. And I'm like, mm, you know, really? <laughs> like, are you a professional footballer? Like, I honestly don't think he ever beat anyone in a one on one. Which like, you don't have to be a right back. I get that, especially in that era. But yeah, I just I just I don't like him. So he's in my team. Yeah, fair enough. So this was a pick for me um, that I struggled really to find someone who I felt stood out. Yeah. Um, so I've gone with a boy from Arsenal. Oh god, um, that's a pick. Yeah. So I think I've again sto- underrated. I got a story um, about him. Was dynamic, uh, powerful. Um, that's about all I got. So for me, like I just thought he sort of again he was in an Arsenal team that was very very good. <laughs> 
Um, and then I think injuries and whatnot really ravaged him, unfortunately. But when he played, he was just so dynamic and it was just so good to watch. So for me, I've gone to Bullway. I've, I've tried to keep most of my picks like performance based. Yeah. Um, so um, I thought he was quality when I did get to see him, but didn't get to see enough of him. Uh, I've, got, I've got a story about him, Phil. And it's not Here we go. it's not Premier League related, but it is man related. Um, there's a program out there you can watch it on YouTube. It's called Fit, the World Cup's Top Fifty Shocking Moments, and it's somewhere in between episode. I'm tempted to say it's moment number thirty six in the episode done by the BBC. So at least it's a UK show. A boy is playing against South Korea, and I'm tempted to say Ivory Coast were in their group in two thousand and two or two thousand and six. Not sure, but um, anyway, anyhow, continue. he's gone over with the winger who's getting instructions from the South Korean coach. And he sits there and stands next to him and starts nodding his head, trying to look like he's understanding what the South Korean coach is saying. Yeah, this. And then the guy turns around and he looks at the coach dead on and shakes his head and goes, yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. And then walks off. And I'm like, what? He doesn't <laughs> understand a word. He's playing so mind good. games. But I'm like, a boy so for that good. is a legend. I laughed so yeah. hard watching that. And he was a quality player too. Yeah. Like, I just... He just never got that opportunity like over a long never. period of time to solidify a spot. So that's why I str- I'm telling you, I really did struggle to find the right back. Uh, one that I was considering was Seamus Coleman, more for fantasy oh, yeah, reasons 100%. than anything. Don't worry, I have a couple of fantasy um, he had a, a, had a couple of years where he um, dominated at Everton um, with lots of assists down that right-hand side, but I, I settled on a boy. So, I mean, look, I'm not too bothered on the right-back pick here. Who are you thinking? Um, look, I think Gary Neville was also good. So, like, I don't I'm think I'm happy to go. I, I, look, I, I don't think he was good, but he was in a good team that made him look good. He, all his accomplishments was only because he played for Man United. I honestly think he couldn't play anywhere else. Yeah. So, Gary Neville, tick. I'll go. I'm happy to go. Gene yeah, yeah. on that one. Perfect. All right. All right. RCB. <laughs> Dom's gone with a very funny one. Yep. Um, that we, that Dom and I have spoken a lot about and Russo's is a big shout out for Big T Russ yep. um, we've gone with Squilacci as Dom's right centre back <laughs> that's unreal there we go I knew that'd get you I knew that would get you so Dom's gone with Squilacci who have you got? for those that don't know who Squilacci is he's a French centre back that played at Arsenal and just had mistake after mistake he was in so him. Bad. Um, definitely wasn't at the quality I so. forgot all about him who have you gone with um, I've actually gone with another spud um, and uh, look, I've gone with this guy because he was own goal extraordinaire. I reckon one of the goals they conceded, he kicked the ball to his own face trying to do an overhead kick, and then the striker ran on the scored. <laughs> uh, it's the one and only Sol Bamba. Yeah, I feel for Sol. <laughs> he was he tried. He was always in crap teams. Yeah, I know, <laughs> and that's what made him look bad. And you like, you just wanted him to do well. It's just like watching a guy. <laughs> run over and fall over and try to get back up and fall over again. You can't help but laugh, but admire the determination. Yeah. And that's what Sol Bambo epitomises. Yeah. A, prim- a guy that wanted to play in the Premier League so bad, but never had no quality, and everything he tried to do harder and be better made him worse. It was so good. Yeah. Oh, uh, poor oh, Sol. I love him. I've actually I've made a last-minute audible here. Yep. Um, I've just thought of someone, yep. and I'm going to th- throw them in at right centre-back. Yep. Colo Toure. Oh, yeah, same as Sol Bamba. Look, he was yeah, good at Arsenal just, and he had his moments at Liverpool, I'm, but his Liverpool moments were bad. I'm talking about his Liverpool time. <laughs> and the moment I'm talking about in particular is against West yep. Brom when he scores the own goal and he's punching the ground. <laughs> so good. 
<laughs> so I'll, I'll mention who I did have at right centre back up until five seconds ago, yeah. and it was David Luiz. Yeah. Um, Good player, actually. Because he epitomises for me what a cult hero is. He's a he was one of the most expensive defenders that didn't know how to defend. Yeah. Um, his, his free kicks were unbelievable. Could hit a ball. Uh, his ability to strike a his ball is un, is unreal. His hair. His, his hair. hair. Yeah. But when it comes to actually like one on one defending, he was useless. So I did have Louise in for that. So he'll move to the honourable mentions, and I've gone with Colo. Yeah. What I might do is I might give my left centre back. We'll work back through you, and then to Dom, and then we'll pick two of the. Uh, six centre-backs that we've picked. Yeah, I think that's good. I've gone with another Liverpool defender. Yep. And this, for me, is someone who I've always loved and tried. When I have played at centre-back, I've tried to emulate a little bit of, of this player. And it's um, the bold assassin, Martin Skirtle. Oh, what a player. I love him. But for those that don't know, Martin, he actually has hair now. Yeah. So, you know, he wasn't actually bold. He was just shaving his head. Just to make but him look this like he guy was, Just to make him look like he yeah, ain't tough. Tough as nails, he'd throw himself into challenges. He had about a, a eighteen month period around when we were competing for the league, where he was scoring goals and lots of yeah, them. Yeah, um, from corners. Just going I remember crazy. the Arsenal game where he scored a double, and he'd just throw himself at the ball. But you know, you, you talk Liverpool. Anyone in that twenty, what twenty ten to twenty fifteen, that five year window, everyone knew who Martin Skirtle was. So. You know, for me, and he was just so fun to watch. I used to love watching him just throw himself into challenges. Um, he wore his heart on his sleeve. So for me, he sort of epitomises what a cult hero is. Okay, I, I I like the cool. I like it full. Ready for mine? No, oh, you've gone with. Ready for mine? Yeah, go All for right. it. This is an old school FPL asset. Really old school, right? He played in yep. a team that we love because they were mean. And more importantly, back in high school, we used to run around screaming, we're going to hit this player's bombs. Like, we used to hit, we used to say, I'm going to say his name now, we used to scream, sure, cross bombs. And like, yeah. if you think of cult heroes that played at Stoke at that time, you, you remember a sure cross line and someone up and going, well, if I'm not winning the ball, I'm just taking you. And he used to try and hit yeah. shots from distance, they used to go into the crowd. Sure, cross bombs. Yeah. Plus, <laughs> being six foot like a million in the air and just tall as anything. FPL asset, corner, long throws, you name it, bang, there was Shaw Cross. I, I, I miss him. He, he was he was great. Same with his centre-back partner too, but, with Robert Now, uh, Look, he was he was an honourable mention for me. It was between him and Sol Bamba. Yeah, same. So, uh, but yeah, um, Shaw Cross has made it just because we just used to scream Shaw Cross bombs. Yeah, and Dom's left centre-back is someone I don't actually know. So, Pascal Sian. Oh, that rings a bell. Dots. Yeah, I actually don't know who that is, Dom. So, um, if anyone listening does know, um, let me know because I have no clue who that is. So, unfortunately, I'm not going to be voting for him no, for our two spots. Yep. So, I think Squilacci is going to be an honourable mention as well for us. Yeah. So we're picking. Yeah. Uh, so we're talking Colo, Skirtle, Bamba, Squilacci, and Shawcross. Who are we going to take out of those five? I'm actually tempted to say, Paul, we throw David Luiz as a tick. You want to put David Luiz in? The guy is uh, honestly what fits this pod. Hair, free kicks. I'd take Luiz. Hair, free kicks. Can't defend. Was really good going yeah. forward. Knew how to cry on camera, which everyone loves. Um, yeah. And, uh, looks I'll like, put Luiz and, in. And looks like Sideshow Bob. And I love The Simpsons. Put him in. There we go. 
All right, so David Luiz takes one spot. And now we needed... So then we're talking... What was that? But Bamberg, Sawcross, Skirtle, Kolo, Toure. I reckon it's between Skirtle and Shawcross. I think we go Shawcross because everyone expects us to go Liverpool players and I don't want it to be too Liverpool players. Yeah, based. I reckon we go Shawcross because people don't know how much I loved Ryan Shawcross we all and how many videos we made. Of videos of me in particular just screaming Shawcross. Shawcross bulbs and putting so, it over. And, and Dom, Dom appreciates the Shawcross as well, I reckon. Yeah. So we'll go David Louise and uh, Shawcross uh, yeah. in as... So we've got so far, we'll, we'll do our left back and then we'll yeah, recap the defence. Yeah, of course we will. Dom's is such a good one. I don't, I don't think we've spoken about him too much between me and you, but this is one where myself, uh, Russell and Dom, for years we've spoken about this individual. Yep. And he was an Arsenal boy. Uh, he was Brazilian and his name is Andre Santos and he <laughs> was absolutely dreadful. <laughs> he was horrid. And there was a game where they lost 5-1 to Chelsea and he was just absolutely dreadful. Diabolical. It was just, he like, was diabolical. embarrassing and I felt sorry for him. Yeah, you know you've had a bad day when we're sitting on a couch feeling sorry for you. That's like Kylo yeah. Touré in his own So that's role. Dom's pick. Oh, that's a great pick. Yeah. That's a great pick. That's a yeah. really good throwback. It's a good shout, that one. All right, go for yeah. Go. Who have you gone oh. with? Yours, you've hyped yours up here to well, me. Well, I've hyped him up because there is a man that was good and he was good because of his left foot. And his left foot was the sweetest left foot in world football. I'm just going to utter a phrase. Release the Kraken. Yeah. John Arnarisa had that much power in his left foot. It was unstoppable. If the net wasn't there in Istanbul, the ball would still be travelling around orbit a million times when he hit his penalty. This guy yeah. was the absolute opposite of Gary Neville. Did not know, didn't care about defending. It was about how hard can I hit a ball into the top bin. And it didn't matter where the ball was. He was going to have a hit. And I, I, I love it. It was almost that. before his time. He was. He, Imagine him in our team oh now. Yeah, he would be unreal. Maybe back then, especially under Rafa, maybe didn't get as much. But when you saw him play and he decided, nah, I'm just going. Even at Roma, he was good too. Yeah, when he was just wanted to go, he would go. I, I love him because like it's the red hair and the fact that he's left-footed with red hair and he could bang it from anywhere. At left back, yeah. In that era, when left backs weren't meant to do that, apart from Roberto Carlos, was unreal. He was definitely a fired winger, wasn't oh, he? Oh yeah, hundred percent. Uh, definition back, of a back, winger. Back in the day, it used to be you're either a fired centre back or a fired winger if you played at full back. Gary Neville was a fired centre back. You don't want to be a fired centre back. You don't want to be a Gary Neville. Reese was a fired winger that just started to change how left back and right back should have been, and now are now today. Yeah. So like with you, David James, I put Reese in there because he kind of evolutionised the, the full back role. Plus the position. Plus what a left foot. Yeah, I'd have to agree. Um, he was probably in my team until I had dinner tonight, um, and I was sitting there thinking about my defence. And I've gone with someone that did have a a great left foot, but had a great left foot for different reasons. This left foot was a bit more finesse uh, than power. Yeah. This person was the definition of a set piece specialist, and got me. Thousands of fantasy oh, points. Oh, please. I know who you're going with. I'm going to give you the tick right here. He looked like a bug. He looked <laughs> like a bug. He had the worst haircut, yep. but he'd take every penalty and every free kick for Everton, oh, and it's late oh, Baines. Oh, mate, you're already getting my tick because this is a man after my heart. He's been my first pick on fantasy FPL yeah. every year. Now, for those, what a player. For, for those that don't know, I build defense first when I do FPL. And, like, Trent's now that guy. But, oh, my, Leighton yep, Baines. Same. 
schools Monday yeah, quality. Like Monday morning FPL drop we would all do our teams like first lesson of school whatever and Leighton Baines would always be in all our drafts oh, yeah but I'd, I'd agree oh, with that one oh, so he was he just was, quality his set piece ability was, so, was good. so good uh, penalties barely missed a penalty free kicks would score them endlessly would take both sets of corners just did everything for that club um, and was there for so long oh, as yeah. well. Doesn't um, get talked about enough, to be fair, because he was a good footballer too. Nah. And considering we're Liverpool fans, we're saying Leighton Baines was good. He was good. Yeah. So we're going to tick him I'm in? I'm ticking him in because he's a man after my heart. All right. He was in my, tick him he was in. In my team till today. Yeah, so we've done the reverse. Yeah. I had John Arnarisa until today and you had Baines until yeah, today. Yeah, that was a toss-up for me. So, like Hoof and Shawcross toss-up. Recap, so our back five is David James, Gary Neville, David Louise, Shaw Cross, and Leighton Baines. Yep. Sorry, Dom, but I think we might be able to uh, include some of Dom's selections here through the midfield and forward we might line. Have a, we'll jump. We might have one or two with the same. You never know. Yeah. So let's jump to right mid, yep. I reckon. Dom has gone with a Wigan sensation from the early 2000s <laughs> with Amir Zaki. Oh, yes. What a footballer. You, who, if you don't know, another another real FPL sort of goat pick, yeah. uh, cheap uh, winger that just did everything for Wigan back, um, back in, in those day. sort of 2004-05 era of the Premier yeah. League. Dynamic, quick, good crossing, good end product. Uh, very, very solid option. Oh, I love that option. That's, that's a good pick from Dom. I like that. Who, who have you I'm going to give you one guess. FPL asset that I love. Always in- on the right, Snodgrass. Oh, Robert Snodgrass. Got to get him in there. FPL asset plus just every set piece. How, how many times through high school did I just go, guess who's in my team? And you would go, yeah, yeah it's Snodgrass. Yeah. yeah I, I, Especially when he was at West Ham. Oh, man, he was unreal. Just like He was a typical Sam Allardyce player. I, I loved him. I like this guy, by the way, underrated. His delivery is arguably the best delivery in Premier League history. Now, that's a big call. But this guy put it on a six pen every time. I just, I loved him. Yeah. I feel like like just the things that that man used to do for me in FPL. I was like incredible. He would be always in my team. Would never leave. He's like Rafinha for me this year. Just put him in. Don't, don't bother about changing him. He stays. Set, set and forget. Set and forget. The Mister Original. Set yeah. and forget. Robert Snodgrass was the guy. Yeah, I think you're going to be. Um a bit disappointed here though Why? Because I've gone with Amir Zaki as well Oh well we've got to put Zaki in so, that's, that's how the way it goes Zaki I don't have much more to say about Zaki Because I said it on Dom's behalf yeah. I kind of said it because I knew I had him in my team as well So Zaki Slots in at right mid uh, bye, Robert. Now Now yep. Centre mids ah. This is going to be very very interesting Because I'm looking at Dom's two I'm looking at my two And I can only imagine what your two are yep. I feel like this might be the set of two players that's going to be sort of, not debated, but sort of the most difficult to choose. Yeah. I'll do my first yeah. one. And this is um, a controversial pick, yeah. I'd like to think. My midfield two is a two that you would not want to vert in any oh, time. please era. tell me it's Vieira and Keane. Not quite. Um, I've gone with the uh, psycho English versions of Vieira and Keane. Okay. Oh, do you want me to do my double yeah, do, at the same time? Double. All right. The modern day version of this pair, I've gone with Joey Barton. Oh, yes. Good lad. The original Premier League version 
of this, I've gone with Vinnie Jones. Yeah, Paulie, I rate they I rate those two picks. So they are two psycho midfielders yep. that just red cards, passion. I love that. Vinnie Jones was a very, very good player. I'm not he saying was. that he, he was. was. He was, Barton. He was a part of the um oh, what's it called? What was that Wimbledon Yeah, side. what was that Wimbledon side called though? They had a nickname. Um the crazy oh, game. The crazy game. They were unreal. Yeah. He was psycho, but he was quality. Like he was a very good player. I, and I think some of his antics kind of overshadowed can I say that his quality. One of those players is going into our team straight off the bat. Yeah. yeah. Joey Barton, I just thought was funny, and I always remember the the last game of the season, the Aguero one. But if he doesn't get sent off, who knows if um, City go on to that win that true. game too? Because QPR were were dominating no, was, um, at that point. Um, can I just say that has Dom put one of those two players in his team? No, I've got one of those two players in my team. Ooh, okay. So I like for me, Joey Barton. Look. End of the day, he's a bit of a meme. Um, and then we went to Marseille. I thought that was hilarious. That was but um, he was just just a shit kicker, really, wasn't he? he? Was. Like, he just, literally was there to hurt people. But I think he had a period at Newcastle where he was like good. decent he was like and good. It was like oh eight or something and like that. He, he didn't have that reputation at that time of being a hack. Yeah. And then he, like, I just remember him at QPR going through people and that whole. That whole stretch, he was just there to hurt people. So yeah. <laughs> I just think maybe um, I feel like he just went in there again. My, my big honourable mention was Gerard. I didn't feel comfortable putting him in there, but for me, it was the everyone screaming Gerard every time they. That's the same thing with the short yeah. cross with the bombs. Yeah. I thought that was nice, but I didn't really want to put, I Gerard, put Gerard in. Gerard I think, I think if we reason. do if we do an all time Premier League eleven, then that will be the yeah, time exactly. where we talk about oh, Gerard. I, I, I left him out for this reason that this is a pod for more of like EPL greatness and like guys that people yeah. don't remember and memes and whatever. And like the reason I put Vinnie Jones in is go watch the movie Lock, Stock and Two Smoking Barrels because he's incredible in that movie. And like the fact that he's yeah. now an actor as an English hard man actor is funny. It ma- so makes me it's piss so myself good. laughing every time. Yeah. But um, yeah, look, Vinny Jones is in my list, and like this is an immediate yeah. tick because me and you have both had. I'm, I'm locking Vinny in as well. Yeah. My other midfielder, Paul. All right, Here you we can't go. have a you can't have short cross without the other duo, the one that set him up from halfway, lumping balls into the box with his long throws. Rory Delap, you are in my yeah, team, I love it. and like the whole team. He's like, my team is shaped. I have basket cases, I have good players. I have Vinnie Jones getting red carded and getting winning the ball back. <laughs> and I have our players winning throw-ins instead of corners. And when I do win a corner... <laughs> just getting in the box. When I do win a corner, it's Robert Snodgrass. And when I do win a throw-in, it's Rory Delap. Just whipping it That's in. It. I love just, that. I've got FPL I was players. trying to find... I'm not going to lie here. I was searching through so much um, or so many articles trying to find if Delap ever played it right back. That's how desperate oh, man, I was to worry. get him in the I, team. You never did. I tried. I tried. I, I was like me trying to get Robert Snodgrass to actually go in the left back so I could get a winger out, another winger in this team. But yeah. yeah. Alright, that's a great share. I love I love the, the Rory Delap. And I saw him in the flesh hit Kenwin Jones uh, for a long player. throw that turned into a but goal what as a well. player, Kenwin Jones. Um, all right, so Delap's definitely on the on the watch list here for that second spot. 100%. I'll go through Dom's too. Yep. Um, one of them really stands out to me as well and could really challenge Rory Delap here. 
So he's gone with Eric de Jemba Jemba oh, as one of what his a po- options. Pompey. Yeah, Pompey boy yeah. and just great player. But the one I think rivals the lap more is Lee Catamol. Oh, Lee Catamol. I sold him infamously on FM at Sunderland. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and he was a cl- like definition of a club hero, isn't oh, he? Is. Like that. When you're talking cult hero to Sunderland, the fact that he went down with them, that's for to me that speaks massive volumes. To League One, like he was, he's, he's, he's there. League One, from Premier League to League he's, One. You know, like, I love him, and like to be fair, without the fight on Football Manager, probably would have gotten this team. I was very tempted to put him in. Could have done it yeah. after my fight I had with him on Football Manager, but yeah. Yeah, I think though that he epitomised what Sunderland was at that time. Rugged, hard. Oh, look, he was a captain a that led from the front. Great player. Yeah, right, I don't have nothing against him. For those that don't know that fight, that was quite a funny fight. I remember losing on deadline day. We played a game. Can't remember against who in particular, but it's a YouTube episode, and I think I called the F episode like F Lee Cardamol, and it got a lot of views. Um, yeah. I lost the game 2-1 I was 2-0 down I went from a 4-2-3-1 to a 4-4-2 And I didn't use him off the bench He was coming back from injury And he came, you know how the players then Like question You know Or like bring up Issues He got the issue Why yeah. he didn't He wasn't used as a sub Which I've barely ever seen on FM I've seen it a couple of times Back on FM 19 Yeah Because it was a thing And at the end of this thing He said that he wanted to leave the club He didn't trust me I'm going to try to get you sacked And whatever In the end I shipped him off to like I think it was Wigan For like a mil. And I was just like, yeah. I just sold Lee Cardamol. Not too bad. I was just like, I sold Lee Cardamol from Sunderland. I feel dirty. But yeah, it, it was funny. It was like, of all places, I told him, oh, you meant to love the club and whatever. And he starts saying, like, I don't care about the club. I care about getting you out. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. Like, just, just different Lee Cardamol. I just like, I, I, in my head, I was trying to picture, would Lee Cardamol actually do this? No. But it was funny to, no, no it was funny to paint that villain on, uh, on Football yeah, Manager. It was enough. funny as anything. But yeah. For those that remember yeah. that, what is, you've been with my channel a long time. So, we've got a big, big decision to make. Look, I... Rory versus Lee, I think. I feel like Dom, considering all the pro clubs that we've screened at, Rory Delap and what balls into the box would go Rory Delap. Yeah. I, I really yeah. do. And I'm leaning Rory. Considering we used to make, for those that don't know and haven't watched, we used to make six foot seven strikers, have someone have a long throw track and lump it in there. And then I'd throw the ball yeah. in with my five foot four yeah. winger. That, that, that was the play. Like... There it is. Oh, look. I love Lee Cardamol. I think it's a great pick. Um, Honourable mention for me, by the way, was Morton Getz Pedersen. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, the Blackburn yeah, guy. Yeah, used to bang him in from all sorts of areas. That's why I wanted to maybe go 4 2 three, one here. And I've actually converted one of my 10s into a 9 because he did play there a bit for you. For, well, I'm not going to spoil who it is. Um, but, yeah. Um, yeah, like... Uh, I, I, yeah, I've got a couple of tens yeah, here as yeah, well. Yeah, like Yakubu um, was another one from Leeds. Honorable mentions. Yakubu from Leeds was another one because yeah. he was unreal. Yakubu? Yeah. Uh, oh, sorry, Laboa. Yaboa, why can Yakubu come back? Oh, Yaboa. Yaboa. Um, yeah. Just hit yeah. bombs and run past people. I don't know why Yakubu came to my mind. I've got two midfielders here that were more tens as well. I've got Adel Tarat and Two Guy. Actually, got another one too as well. JJ yeah. um, Makotcha. Yep. They, they were more they were more tens though um, than center mids, but because we're going four four two, I mean I don't think any of them really make my team anyway. Yep. Um, even if I did go four two three one, so I thought might as well give them a mention. And we'll move over now to the left side. Yep. Um, do you want to go first on this well, one? Well, you actually mentioned one of the players just then. 
But you want to play on the left? Yep, because he did play he did play as a winger, as well as a 10, and he played a winger a lot, and he's in their rule for the meme, but he was actually really good. He was really good, but it's more of a meme because you pay me out about him all the time, Paul. The fact that I took him as an icon on FIFA. Oh, JJ Okocha yeah. <laughs> is a goat. I'm telling you right now. The man was unreal. Yeah, he only scored very few goals, but the things he did with the ball, beating people, making people yeah, like the mugs was unreal. Could play anywhere across the three, 10, right right side, left side. So I've put him on the yeah. left. I feel like JJ Okocha, slap him yeah. on the number seven and let him run. Uh, I'll go with Dom's next yep. because I think it's a bit more topical. I think this player was JJ Okocha 2.0 and had the end product. He played for West Ham for 18 months. Oh, and I yeah. wore the number 27 oh, yeah. um, as reference to this player because I wanted to be like Dimitri Payet when I started playing seniors. Oh, yeah. And what he did in that first season, that free kick where he's gone near side of the keeper and dropped it over him, he was like Okocha times 100 and just had the end product as well. And he was so good to watch. And then I was so sad to see it um, unfold the way that it did. But he was unplayable in that period of time. Oh, look, Demi was unreal. And, like, the things he could do over a dead ball especially, going for goal. Yeah. Oh, my. Yeah. And what a baller. Just from anywhere. And, like, the guy was unreal. Either side. And you just every time that the ball fell to him on the left, it was very Coutinho-esque. And it was ironic because Coutinho was still with us at that time yeah. too. And every time you saw him do that little shuffle step down the line, you knew that ball's coming back inside and, and it's going far yeah, corner. Yeah, there's nothing you could do. Yeah. So I saw that. Like I saw Dom's team before I finalised mine. Yeah. And I was like, God damn it. Like I I didn't even consider Dimmy Payet at the time when I, I just couldn't think of a left winger and I saw that and I was like, damn uh, it, that's one I wish for, I had in my for team. For me, it was out of Snodgrass or Dimmy and I went Snodgrass because Snodgrass is my boy. Yeah. And I would have moved JJ to the right. I then moved JJ to the left, Snodgrass to the right to get him in, but yeah. Yeah. And then mine, mine's more for, a, again, sort of one season. Um but this person did um, really bring the Premier League to life in their country, um, which could be seen as a big thing. Yeah. But this person, um, very early in their career, scored four at Anfield in a four-year oh, draw. Sharvin, what a player. Yeah, Andre Arshavin. <laughs> so I feel like that's, that's a very culty hero pick. It was actually not yeah, bad. Yeah, more of a meme it was pick. not bad. It's only because he did nothing after he left Arsenal that he's a meme. Well, and he struggled at Arsenal like after that eight nine season as well. Like, like he just didn't didn't really replicate he, the, the he same. Had so much hype. Heights. Do you remember the hype about him after that game? Yeah, it was oh, mental. God. Absolutely mental. Another one of the, scoring four in a away game at Anfield like that doesn't happen very not often. Not at all. I remember his celebration when he scored the fourth. It was like in disbelief, running around with four fingers up, going four. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. just like the guy. You know what the best part about that game was? Is that I think it was like Ngog scored for us really late. In that game to make it four four, I remember Pepperana running length of the field trying to do a knee slide and like going like face first. Yeah, I remember Benayun scoring, but also getting knocked out in the oh, process. That, that, that game got was kicked in the that face. That game, by the way, was mental. One of the best games ever played in the Prem. Had everything. Yeah, I remember we had the, we all had the highlights of it on our laptops when we were eleven, and then just kept watching yeah, the you highlights. Couldn't believe all what was going on. 
Yeah, oh, it was pro- I mean, that happened a few years prior, so obviously, good. but so I'd always flick it on when I was that bored just oh. to wait five yeah, or ten minutes. Yeah, it's a 30 minute like, classic video of like that, like classic match video. Yeah. It's worth the watch if you haven't watched it. All right, so for the left mid position, only one. I'm finding it very hard to go past no, Dimmy Player. Well, I was already giving him the tick, mate. As much as I love JJ, yeah. give him the tick. Dimmy was unreal. Yeah, Dom gets his pick in as well. So our midfield four, yeah. as it stands, is Amir Zaki, Rory Delap, Vinny Jones, and Dimitri Payet. What Payette. a four. What a, what a what four. A four. They all have very different qualities. They bring a two bit tricky wingers, of different stuff Two tricky stuff wingers. There. A guy that's going to win the ball back or break legs doing it. And then literally the definition of an FPL asset, where if you get a throw in anywhere in the pitch, Rory Delap is just going to go, see ya. Yeah. All righty. Right, here we go. Striker time. Go. I've, I reckon we've got... This could be... I'm just going to call it right now. Me and Paul got one together here. No, I don't think we do. I think I know who you're going with and I haven't gone with them. I don't know. I don't think you do. I think you're thinking of a different player. And no. I Anyway, all right. Hey, who, who should we go first with? I've got Doms in front of me. Let's, let's go Doms or... because I reckon me and you've got one of the two the same. All right, I'm going to go with Doms more out there pick yep. first. He's gone with Benjani. <laughs> so another the, another Portsmouth the, sort of hero got the move to Man City. The guy that refused to get on a plane. Yeah, and the Harry Redknapp tells a good He's story so good. of uh, old mate Benji. <laughs> so good. Yeah, I love it. It's so Benji, good. You gotta go. That he did not want to leave Portsmouth that bad that he just sat in the airport. <laughs> Benji, you gotta go. You gotta go. You've agreed a thing. <laughs> And then got then got the medical done and the paperwork through with like half an hour to go and deadline. That day. was so That's good. Just Did quality. you sit there in the airport? Yeah. All right. Do you want to go next? Um, look, I've put a player in. He played more as a 10. He did play up front. And I reckon when QPR went down, he played more as a striker in a 4-4-2, but dropping in from deep. Look, I'll, I'll, if we played a 4 2 run, this guy would have been the obvious pick. But here I've gone with him because I just can't not have him in because what he did with the ball was a class b most laziest player to ever play in the premier league and lastly but more importantly he was a guy that could put on the weight and still play football a delta rat right was you know yeah. unreal I, I i loved him yeah he was like technically he was great um definition of fitting my me uh, just never never kicked on though yeah it was disappointing my other one is the one i think me and you have the same I don't, I don't know. This, Maybe, this guy but. had a Tots card that was unreal in FIFA. He had a year that was unbelievable and then went missing. And the hair okay, on him... I think we've got the same. The hair on him was uh, unreal. I know it is. The man uh, I'm say it because Dom was unbelievable. Yeah. All right. So we all have this person. So this person goes straight in. It's Mitru. Yeah. Um, Dom's got him as well. Yeah. So Mitru's locked in. All three of us have Mitru. Yeah, so... We're going to lock him in. I thought you were going to talk about someone uh, else. I think, I think you're going to talk about probably, a very lanky striker that's an honourable mention. But um, I thought we're yeah. both going to go Michu for the fact that, you know, you know, the guy was unreal for a year. Yeah, so I've got Michu as well. So if you don't know who Michu is, go and pause the pod and go look him up on YouTube and then come back and listen to the rest. Yeah. But the year Swansea first, well, I don't know if it's the first time, but the first time in my life that Swansea were in the Premier League and he just burst onto the scene. I got him from Spain and he went nuts that whole first year and then just disappeared and ended up playing like Spanish third division within three or four years of, of breaking out in the Definition Premier League. Definition of just the one season, one half. Yeah. 
but sometimes that's enough. It was enough to keep him up the first year. That's and, all they needed. You know, they didn't really look back for a few years um, after that. So for, for Swansea's sake, you know, he did a job and then an honourable mention came in after him and did a really good job and that was Wilfred Boney. That's a, that's so, a good honourable mention. I feel like we will give the honourable mention to Peter Crouch because I feel like that's who you thought I thought you were going to go with. Yeah. yeah I, and I really should probably have gone with him, but I've gone with someone who was a bit more elite level. Yeah. Um, than Peter that's what I've done with this next pick I've gone with um, someone who could probably be classified as a cult hero at three clubs I think I think um, he's in my honourable mentions was great at Fulham was great at Spurs but was unplayable at Man United and I've gone with Dimitar Berbatov yeah, he's in my honourable mentions he was mental what a in the team he was keeping Carlos Tevez you know out of the team and that tells you like the, the levels his first touch was... I've never... I still haven't seen someone with a better first touch than Dimi Berbatov. Just a, so... Just the definition of a player that just knew exactly what he wanted to do with a football and did it. Left foot, right foot, chest, thigh. Didn't matter. You name Didn't it. Matter. Outside of the foot. It had every type of finish in the book. He had every type of way to bring a ball down. He, he was actually really, like, agile for a big guy too he was able to have good change of pace um, turn defenders but he's just finesse like if you talk about the definition of finesse and you just look at Berbatov he just play he never smashes the ball in even his bicycle kick against Liverpool it just floats into the top corner like there's no there's no sheer so power good, he? He, he didn't need it he was so good at just putting the ball in the corner that he just Glazed, he just glided everything into the corner. It and was like watching I, I was, Street. It was so nice. Yeah. I was staring at him and Peter Crouch, and I'm like, I, I love Peter Crouch, but Berbatov just had it all. He did, didn't he? And, um, yeah. Oh, my God, Damien, i got to stop. I, ne- I need to stop. Um, some breaking news. Steven Gerrard appointed new Aston Villa head Come coach. Come on, buddy. Let's go, Stevie G. That's big. That is so huge. That is massive. That's a, a step in his development. And Rangers fans, if you're unhappy, what did you expect him to do? Like, stay at... Yeah, one year title. Yeah, like, Rangers. <laughs> nah, he will lead Rangers with open arms, I feel like. Rangers fans knew that... Knew that he... it's, it's more the fact that he's had to leave mid-season. That's probably the bigger thing, but... Yeah. How often to job like that? With a club like Villa, with the backing that they've got, and how often is that opportunity going to come around? Like, they've really underperformed. Yeah. I, I feel like if Steve and... is any good as a manager, which I think he is, he'll get the best out of him. Yeah, and I was talking to um, a guy at work today who's a Villa fan as well, and I said you need to get a manager in that's going to play that expansive football to get the best out of Leon Bailey and all those other you know real creative Buendias and Ollie Watkins. You, you can't get a you know I'm not going to say this as an option, but like you can't get a Sam Allardyce that wants to play pump at football. You need someone that's going to come in and and really play football. And Stevie William, like look at a midfield. You know, of, of Douglas Louise in there as well. You know what I mean? Like, he's got he's got ball players throughout that whole team. So, I think that's such a great appointment for that Villa. That is so huge. Another podcast where something is broken or is just broken, like the day <laughs> no, before. No. It happens every it time does. we turn on. Every time we don't do it on a Monday. Yeah. It's every time we don't record on a Monday, something yeah, happens. Yeah, every time we record on a Monday, boring week. Or we miss something. Just thank God. Just thank God it happened whilst we're live. That's the yeah, that, that, that <laughs> was the Conte thing. thing. We're talking about Conte. We turned the stream off a couple of hours later. We turned the pod off. And, and it happened. Bang, it happened. I was like, oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah 100%. So that's massive. That's Let's get back to our uh, strikers. Yeah. So Mitri's locked yeah. in. Berbatov is my tentative yeah. pick. 
uh, Dom's gone with Benjani. Yeah, I've gone, Who have I've you gone, gone with? with Adele Tarat. I think an honourable mention was Heskey as well, by the way, because it's just. Oh yeah, that's right. You did say that yeah, already. Because I've got Heskey as an honourable uh, mention Heskey as well. Heskey was like the icon, like cult hero of the Premier League, all because you know he was perceivably bad, yet he was really good. Like really, it was almost more pop. Pop culture, wasn't yeah. it? Like he blew up with the KSI yeah, stuff. Yeah, and then became in particular. And then became an absolute meme because of it. And everyone yeah. thinks he was just, Hesky time. Yeah, and everyone thinks he's just bad. But when you look back at Heskey's record, he was a prolific goal scorer. At a few clubs, yeah. like yeah, look, Emil Leicester and Liverpool he deserves a mention. Villa. Yeah, and I'm like, I love it because he's for the meme side. It was unreal, but um. He doesn't yeah. get in my team because I feel like Adele Tarat was just the definition of the laziest player to ever play in the Prem, but run at people and look good. Yeah. Um, I feel like I, so I, I wouldn't go Tarat as a striker, so in terms of the balance of the team, I'm going to rule him out. I think it's yeah. out of Benjami. Like, I think if you're then, you're looking at Benjami or Berbatov, I think you're going to go yeah, Berbatov. Yeah, um, My other honourable mentions, though, one might, and we certainly change your mind, but I've got Yakubu yeah. um, because I just loved him. He was a big Baby, brute that just huge. used to bully there people and score. But the one that's more um, credible, not credible, more realistic to make this team is probably Emmanuel Adebayor. Yep, I would agree. Um, Good footballer. My other one was Denver Bar. You could probably... Ooh. Yeah, I was looking at uh, Papi Cissé as yep. well. But I just thought if he had one more year operating at that level that he came in with that six yeah, months, then I would have really pushed it. But he really, once Bar left, he kind of didn't... He wasn't able nah, to wasn't, maintain that. Level. No, he wasn't. But I think Berbatov probably outshined Adebayor. But you know that moment where Adebayor scores against Arsenal and runs the length of the field and cops chairs and everything was pretty funny. I just feel like the guy did not care. He just wanted his paycheck. He didn't care who he scored against. But it was a good football, Adebayor. Plus, he had an insane inform card. I reckon the FIFA 13 that was mental. Or 12, one of the two. Yeah, I think just the way that he ended it at Spurs sort of tarnished his name a little bit, where he just sat in the 23s and refused to train. Yeah, and, which is not nice. But it seemed like he's the yeah. guy that would do it. Yeah, well, no shit. Yeah. So let's go through the team again. I've got it in front yep. of me. Um, David, David James in goal yep. with Gary Neville, David Louise, Ryan Shawcross, and Leighton Baines making the back four. Yep. Amir Zaki, Rory Delap, Vinnie Jones, and Dimitri Payet yep. across the midfield four, and Michu and Berbatov up front. Wow, what a team. Um, who would you slap a captain's armband on, and why? Vinnie Jones. Yeah, I feel like it's out of Vinnie Jones or Shawcross. It's one of the two. You need a big brute to manage the side and pull their heads in, but be able to do something stupid. They probably both get sent yeah. off, though. That's the yeah, problem. Yeah, that's probably the thing. Right, that's it. <laughs> So probably I'd I'd go Vinnie Jones captain Leighton Baines VC yeah because he would be able to be the one that steadies the ship yeah <laughs> yeah smart hundred percent hundred percent I reckon that's a really good side I'd love to see that side play that is quality like that side would be if everyone's it's actually well balanced yeah I'd like if that side stayed on the park it would cause a lot of team issues. Because imagine Berbatov drifting around trying to get on the ball in those half spaces, Mitri more up front on the last on the last defender. Yep. Then you've got Payet and the, the Miyazaki sort getting of stretching the fullbacks. Yeah, and then coming inside. You just don't have any you don't have any ball playing through the middle. You got the lap who wasn't great on the ball, and you got Vin, I mean Vinnie Jones was actually, I'll give yeah. him that, but he's your ball winner. But I think mean, the defence is rock solid. Oh, I think bar David Louise. Maybe actually you probably get Louise to step into midfield and bring the ball out. Yeah, and then he'd have, be your ball player, wouldn't he? Back until uh, later, later, Baines decides to go. Until he gets and then back, Gary Neville just yeah. Yeah, Gene Neville sits there with Shawcross yeah. snapping. Yeah, people. that's it. That's all you need. We only need to do at the back, <laughs> you know, on the break. That's fine. 
Yeah, nah. that's it. with Vinnie Jones sitting in front as a halfback. Yeah, just Vinnie Jones going, all right, who wants some now? Just look at him. Who wants some? <laughs> just kicking everyone. Imagine him smiling, going, who's next? And just going, bang. Yeah, just lining him up. Yeah, just give us an old school Premier League referee. We'll get away with like, breaking four people's legs. Only yellow card for one of the oh, challenges. God, that's amazing. That's the best. Mate, like, I would, I would instruct right. this team, play for set pieces, and set pieces include win throw-ins. And, like, the best part about yeah. this side, Paul, we get a throw-in <laughs> down by our corner flag. We're going to, like, launch at the halfway. We're out of danger. Oh, we're making sure that we're kicking it into the defenders to make sure it goes out for a throw-in, yeah, not no, a we're, just, we're doing everything to keep it a throw-in. Yeah, we're just doing everything we can at the minute just to be like, yeah, that's, uh, that, that's it. We're ready to lap. Off you go. That, that team would be so oh, fun to watch in real unreal. life. All righty. I think for this episode... That's probably where it's time to leave it. So if you've got any differing opinions on the team or if you think that some of the people that we've overlooked maybe um, deserve a spot on the team, let us know either in the review on Apple Podcast or in the Discord because I think that would be good to start a bit of discussion around our teams. I might make a picture of the team. Actually, I won't do that because then it's going to ruin the podcast. So I'm not going to put the team in. Yeah, maybe in a couple of days' time once uh, it gets out there. But I'm just going to quickly recap the team one more time. It is David James in goal, Gary Neville at right back, David Louise with Ryan Shawcross and Leighton Baines making the back four. Amir Zaki, Rory Delap, Vinnie Jones and Dimitri Payet through the midfield and Berbatov and Michu up front. Damo, over to you. Mate, what a pleasure that has been. What a throwback as well. Who would you have put in? Let us know in the Discord, of course, as well. Also, content, thick and fast, coming out. Like, FM22 dropped the other day. I'm making up for lost time already um, with my parlay and my save that I've just started. Paul is obviously getting his main saves out there as well. He's obviously got his Man United save still at the minute from the beta. I've also got my Newcastle save from the beta. There's FIFA content going yeah, out. Yeah, got Journeyman as the well. Journeyman's there. It, it's, uh, it's all sorts. You know, new CODs come out that we're all trying to still find time to play. So if you're looking for content, the Discord is your place to be. Link will be below this pod. And if you want more crazy pods like this, give us ideas. Let us know what you want to see. Yeah. Maybe next week might be the time we eventually crack into the all-time greatest pod, but who knows? Yeah, I think that's a, a good little segue into the end of the podcast. So once again, thank you guys for all your support, all your questions. Actually, I didn't look. Do we have any questions? Uh, we had one relating to uh, the pod. It was from Dim, if you want to touch on it. But I think if we ever do the greatest pod, of all time it's a question for that oh yeah we'll do that next week or when we because do that because it's still pod, international so we'll, break we'll leave week, that for it? now well there's no games this week is it um technically it yeah, is so yeah so I guess we could um, probably save that for next week yeah there's only one game that I want to talk about and that's Greece Spain and that depends if Greece won <laughs> I understand because <laughs> that means that we're still in the yeah, hunt yeah I understand well, we but can mention it for the, the yeah. yeah see where we go so for episode 34 that's where we're going to leave it. Once again, make sure you leave us a review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and jump in the Discord. From myself and Damo, thank you very, very much for all your support and we'll see you next week for episode 35 of the PD Sports Podcast.